The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armendariz. Man, have we got a show today. I got to jump into some things. I I know every one of you, uh, at least most of you, want to hear my take and analysis on the leak from the Supreme Court that happened yesterday. Uh, and I'm going to get to that. And uh, all right. Hey, play more music. I love it because uh, that's my music. Anyway, um, so we'll get to that today. I, I'm going to do my best to to try and walk the Democrats, the the hard left, the wacko left. I'm going to try to walk them back off the ledge because they are acting like today that they're just their life has ended. I mean, is it not ironic that the the, the people who who want to uh, willy nilly kill babies, uh, they themselves now <laughs> are acting like that their life just ended. I, you know, it's it's just crazy. But now, look, you guys who have been listening to me a long time, you know that the one topic that I really don't talk about and don't like to talk about, don't want to talk about, is the abortion issue. Um, you hardly ever, ever, ever will hear me talk about abortion on this radio show. I just don't um, – it's just not a topic I want to get into. Uh, this has – should have – and always should be a state issue. That is one of the brilliant things about the Founding Fathers, the way they set up, the way we have 50 states that are, um, let's just say, their lab tests for democracy. You know, the closest thing we are to a real democracy are the individual 50 states, not the federal government. We're a democratic republic uh, f- form of government or a democrat republican form of government, you, some might say. In fact, uh, if you read some of the Federalist Papers or, or uh, constitutional writings leading up to the Constitution and things like that, you'll see a lot of reference to a republican form of government. That's what we are. Um, and I won't go back and forth on how we can use the word democracy and all that. And we're not going to get in that kind of argument right now. I, I don't think it really addresses Republican form of democracy. Republic. No, it, it says republic, but it also says Republican form of government, believe it or not. And it doesn't, it didn't, they weren't referring to a party because we didn't even have a Republican party until later. I realize that, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, David, I, I'll find it because it is, uh, a, a something that was referred to as a Republican form of government, which was referring to the Republic. So, but you're right. Most of the references you'll see is, is to the, to a Republic. A form of government, the republic. We are a republic, and you'll hear uh, constitutionalists refer to the United States as a republic uh, because we are a republic. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, well, so you know, gosh, I could go down that road. It would be a fun road to go down, but we won't go on that road right now. Let's just all agree that we're we're we are a republic. We're we're not a full blown democracy in the terms of when you look at the definition of democracy, and you can go back to Socrates to see where where the term democracy came from. You also might remember the word democracy does not show up in the United States Constitution, not one time. Uh, so, but the word republic does. Uh, so anyway, we won't hash that out now. But what you have to understand is the brilliance of the founding fathers is now when you look at the individual state that makes up the United States, those are forms of democracy. In your individual state, be it California, Georgia, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, Utah, South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big the state, how small the state. Uh, 
those are forms of democracy. In every one of those states, you have a popular vote. Everyone gets to vote. The majority wins. So you're voting for your state representatives and you're voting for your governor. You're voting for your uh, city government. I mean, all the way down to the smallest form of government in a city or, or a town, township, um, where there may be a charter, there may be uh, a commission of rules, or there is the state constitution. All of those things in the state, it is a popular vote. And that's a, that's a democracy. Mob's going to rule, basically. But that was the brilliance of the founding fathers. The federal government was never intended to be mob rules. That's why we have that beautiful thing called the Electoral College. Uh, and, and that's why the federal government is we are a republic and we're not a mob rule democracy. So anyway. So the brilliance and, and, and the way I can walk these these Democrats and you left us out there, the way I can walk you back off the ledge, you don't need to go jump off a ledge. You don't need to go jump on the ground and scream and kick and, and throw your arms up in the air like you just don't care. No, uh, you don't have to do these things because no decision is coming from the Supreme Court that is banning abortion. There's no decision last night, no decision coming forth, no leak decision, none, none of, there's no decision coming from the Supreme Court that is banning abortion. All this does, all the Dobbs case does, if this draft holds and this will, and if it is the decision to come forth, and look, if I were John Roberts in the Supreme Court, I would release that decision right away, right away. Uh, go ahead and do it. There's no reason to delay now. Uh, but if this holds and, and they do reject Roe versus Wade, all it does is take the abortion issue and send it to all 50 states. And now if you're in a state like California, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, my goodness, you, there's plenty of states out there. Washington, if you're in one of those states, they're already and they they've had been anticipating this since the 2016 election. Believe me. They've been anticipating this. So most of those states already have, have shored up by their state law uh, abortion. The abortion's not going anywhere. So there will be no ban. You've got to understand and stop trying to throw your hands up in the air and go crazy. And uh, Because, look, those of you that are in power, those of you elected Democrats and those of you bureaucrats that are, that are in power and part of the clique, you know darn well that there's no abortion ban. You know this is going to the states. But all your little minions that run around, all your little hippies and all your little uh, misinformed college kids that are out there that are going to run around now, and they they might be dumb enough to commit suicide over something like this. They might be dumb enough to go hurt themselves. They might be dumb enough to go throw themselves on the train tracks because they think their life is over because they don't have the choice to kill a kid, to kill a baby. When that is not true, that is not true. This is just going back to the states. This issue of abortion will be decided by each state. And if you live in a state that, that restricts abortions in any way, then move, move. So far, the Democrats haven't shut down interstate commerce. You can pick up your stuff and you can go move. That's It's as simple as that. And in fact, I'll even say this. I will guarantee you that there are companies out there that are starting to prepare benefit packages where they will help you pay for an abortion. And and, and that involves travel. So if you're in, uh, uh, where is the Dobbs case coming out of, I think, Mississippi? So if you're in a state, look, Mississippi, where this case is originating, uh, they don't even have abortion clinics. So it's not going to change the people living in Mississippi at all. But if you do live in Mississippi and you want to have an abortion, you can head off to California, head off to uh, whatever state you want to that's going to have them. Because trust me, there's going to be half of the states will probably have them. So there is no ban. 
your life isn't over. If, if, if your life goal is to end the life of a baby, you're going to be able to do it. I promise. And you're probably going to be able to work for a company that will help you pay for it. And, and look, I'm not going to get into what's wrong or right about abortion. This is why I don't talk about this issue, because my opinion has always been the federal government should have zero say in, in, in that issue and a whole lot of other issues. Uh, abortion is not an enumerated power for the federal government. Uh, this was bad law to begin with. So there, this is why I don't talk about it and don't take sides on this show, because the abortion issue should not be a bunch of old farts in Washington that are making decisions on what you and your, whatever your, uh, uh, how should I say it, whether it's your wife or your your lover, your whatever it is, your partner, uh, whatever it is. Uh, this is between you and let me tell you who's going to judge you. Let me tell you who you're going to answer to. If you do decide you go on the road for whatever reason, uh, you're going to answer to God, God Almighty. That's who you're going to answer to. You don't need to be answering to a bunch of old career, uh, power-hungry politicians. So this is why I don't talk about this, and this is why it should be a state issue. And and, and now it will be a state issue, and, and this is what it should be because Roe versus Wade was bad law to begin with. And I won't even get into that, but if you, if you, I am a constitutionalist. Uh, I do not let my emotions get in the way uh, of a constitutional decision. And, and I'm sorry that, that Roe versus Wade was not based on constitutional foundation. It was based on emotions and politics. And, and here we are now, 40, what, 45 years later or so, and, and it's going to be thrown out. And, and you know what? It was bad law. It was, it wasn't, it didn't have constitutional standing, but it goes to the states. This, this, this ruling is not going to ban abortion. So if you're on that side, you're going to be fine. And if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're pro-life, you're going to be fine too. Uh, and look, let me tell, let me say this. Let me say this. And look, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. But let me say this. If, if you are a never Trumper out there, Bill Crystal, if you're a never Trumper that calls yourself conservative and you didn't vote for Trump in 2016 and you didn't vote for Trump in 2020 and you're actively Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, you're actively working against Donald Trump right now for 2024. Where's your apology? Where is your apology? The reason why we are where we are today is because of the election of Donald J. Trump in 2016. And let me say this. For all of you out there who are, who are worried right now about this decision and you're worried that it's going to give the Democrats some, some fire, yeah, it might fire, put a fire in their bellies a little bit. But, but consider this and, and remember this. This decision that's happening with Roe versus Wade, this was decided in the 2016 election. Donald J. Trump, when he was running, and, and, and I, I, I will admit, I didn't want him to talk about abortion, but Donald J. Trump actually said, and I, it may have been one of the debates or, or campaign trail, that he would appoint judges who would probably end up uh, reversing Roe versus Wade. I will be honest, full disclosure, I was not happy with that, and again, I don't, I'm not taking an issue on either side. I, I, if you have to know, if you want to know for me, I'm a pro-life guy. I, yes, I am. Uh, I, I can't imagine somebody wanting to pull a baby out of a womb. But anyway, um, I'm not going to get into all of that, but, and, but I, I also think it should be, it's, it's, look, it's the decision, the, 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 the couple that's involved and, and I don't want government involved in my life that much. So, uh, but, but 
It's 2016 this was decided because in 2016 Donald Trump said he would appoint. Now, look, I want judges. And here's the reason why I I was not I didn't want Trump to go there in 2016 was because I want judges to be placed on the bench because of their judicial honesty, because of their constitutionalist. I want originalist. I want constitutionalist. I want a judge who's going to look at a, a whatever case is brought forth to them, apply the Constitution to it, and it's either going to be constitutional or it's going to be unconstitutional. I don't want any politics involved. I don't want any feelings involved or emotions or any of that. And, and so when Donald Trump in 2016 uh, has said that he would put judges to the court who would probably reverse Roe versus Wade. I thought it was a place that he shouldn't have, shouldn't have gone to, but, but he did. And, and, and he won. He won overwhelmingly in 2016, ladies and gentlemen. And this is why I'm telling you today, where we are today is because of the 2016 election. So this Roe versus Wade, this abortion issue isn't going to be hashed out in November in 2022. It was hashed out in 2016. It was hashed out in 2016. Everybody knew that Donald J. Trump was going to put conservatives on the bench that would probably rule against Roe versus Wade. Everybody knew that in 2016, and he won, and he won. So you've got to, to put this in perspective and keep this in perspective. So while I'm, I'm going to try to walk back the Democrats from jumping off the ledge, I'm also going to try to walk back the, you, a lot of you conservatives, you Republicans, you libertarians, you, you guys out there who, who, are, who were up until yesterday, you were running towards November with a lot of optimism. And now I'm hearing today a little less optimism. Well, you should have more optimism because let me tell you this also. M- most of the people, if not 100% of the people, have made a decision on this issue. The abortion issue is no big surprise right now. It is no, it, no one is out there sitting on the fence really on this issue. Uh, and when, when you look at the Democrats, who's their base? So the Democrats have, there's a certain base they can go to and try, and try and beef up their, their support. Well, all of their base, I assure you, is already on the side of abortion and, and pro-choice, so to speak. There is no real new pool of voters they can go get to bring them to their side. So this is a this is one reason I wouldn't worry too much about November. Uh, the number one group right now in Joe Biden's pocket and in the Democrats' pocket are college-educated women. Uh, and I probably would go as far to say college-educated edu- white women, uh, single. By overwhelming numbers, I think they are by 38 points or something like that are in the camp of Biden. All of them are on the side of pro-choice. All of them. So there's there's no new pool to go pull from. These people were going to vote Democrat anyway. Uh, There aren't Republican... you would be hard pressed to convince me that there's a whole bunch of people out there that were that were getting ready to vote for Republican in November that are going to go run and vote for the Democrats now because of the abortion issue. That just doesn't make logical sense to me. And again, it's the base that has the bases of both parties are the ones who really care about abortion. If you really look at the data, there there aren't uh, there just aren't. How do I put this? The, the need for abortion isn't an issue out there. Uh, there's just not a whole lot of that going on, believe it or not. So uh, more than should be, but but uh, but look, this is an issue. But anyway, we got to take a break. We will be right back, folks, and we'll get into some more topics. We'll be right back. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. 
Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, Hugs. So look, listen, I, I understand the trepidation. I understand the anxiousness. Uh, all of the media you got to understand the media is 100% uh, pro-choice. They're going to make this issue. They're going to convince themselves that this is going to carry them to victory in November. But I'm telling you, if you just just stop, pull back, and think logically, remember what I always say. This is the show of logic and common sense. Don't let your logic ex- escape you. Don't let your emotions overcome you because you think that now we, you might lose in November. Because I just don't – the data doesn't support that. And, and, and look, I, I like to be data driven and fact driven here and and logic i like to use logic and and ask yourself this look we're may 3rd today okay we got a long time to november so ask yourself this do you think as we get to november uh that you're going to have people that are are running around going oh my gosh i'm just so afraid where can i get an abortion or are you going to have a lot of voters going I am paying a, sal- a week's wages worth in my in my gas tank. I can't buy steak. I can't buy bacon. Uh, I I can't uh, go out and buy uh, or just go eat out at a restaurant as much as I wanted to because of the prices. Inflation is going to be ridiculously high by then because it's ridiculously high now and it isn't going to go down right now. Um, so think about it. Do you think that voters are going to go to the voting booth in November and think, boy, gosh, I, I, Sally really can't get an abortion? Or do you think they're going to be, boy, my family's struggling because of all the cost, the cost of inflation, the cost of gas. Uh, and, and on top of that, you've got the crime problem. You've got World War III that is about to break out because the Democrats love war and the establishment Republicans love war. And these two bozos of a party are, are are putting us on a fast track to war with Russia, uh, which is just unbelievably stupid, but hey, these are politicians. Uh, but these are the issues that are going to be coming up in November. Uh, and, and that's why I said, look at it logically. Do, who do you think there's going to be more of? And I venture to tell you there's going to be more people going, I am sick and tired of spending $150 a week to put in my gas tank. I am sick and tired of looking at a package of bacon that costs $10. I'm sick and tired of looking at a, a, I I would like to get me a steak to grill, but it's $10 to $15 a pound. Even bread, even milk. Go look at the price of milk. 
I mean, these things have gone up. You're looking at food and, and most food items that have gone up 18 to 20 plus percent. You might have your eye on a new car, but you don't want to go buy it because it's up 30 to 40 percent. Used cars are up over 30 percent. The cost of living has a direct impact. This is a tax on the poor. It's a tax on the middle class, lower middle, middle middle, and upper middle. And these people, do you think they're going to go into the election in November going, huh, sure wish I could kill a baby? <laughs> no, no. They're going to go and they're going to vote with their wallets. They're going to vote for the wallets. That's what history has shown us. And besides, by the time we get there, people are going to realize, gosh, you know, there's, there's, there's no ban on abortion. And I guarantee you that there are going to be companies. I guarantee, I even, I'm almost positive I saw a glimpse of a story from Amazon that they're going to start paying for employees to travel to have abortions. So I guarantee you there are going to be companies that are woke enough or whatever or left enough to where they're going to put in their benefits package uh, abortion money, abortion funding, whatever you want to call it. And look, hey, the private business, knock yourself out. If you think attracting workers, if that's a way to attract workers, then knock yourself out. Put that in as a benefit. Your private business, you can do it. And, and I, I don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with the federal government getting in, in the way because this is not an area as, as, as many other areas the federal government shouldn't be sticking their nose. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, you Democrats especially, trust me, you do not want the federal government to have the kind of power that you're trying to give them every day. You just don't want that to happen. Trust me. Trust me. So so for all, all of my friends out there and, and my fellow conservatives, my fellow libertarians, uh, look, I, I want you to, to keep your optimism for November because trust me, I, I think when we get to November, uh, look, the Republicans are starting to do some really, really good ads. And they've got a lot to run ads on. We've got a lot to stand on as a republic. Look, I'm not no fan of the establishment Republicans, but I do like the conservative Republicans and the libertarian Republicans. And they've got a lot to stand on right now. We've got the culture war that we're fighting to keep uh, whack job teachers from teaching transgender sex and all other kinds of things to to third graders, second graders, fourth graders. They don't need to be teaching that in school. We've we've got that fight. We've we've we're trying to keep uh, bathrooms where you know if you're a boy you go to the boys' bathroom. If you're a girl you go to the girls' bathroom. You know this is the kind of stuff that the Republicans that we have to stand on that we're going into November. Uh, there's crime. There's the economy. Uh, and look, folks, this economy it ain't looking pretty right now. It really isn't. And, and that's whew, boy. Imagine uh, when by the time we get to November we may be in a full blown recession. Um, so you've, we've got this to, to, to you, uh, this issue, uh, defunding the police issue. The, the Democrats are on record all over the place. They would like to delete all that stuff. But thanks to Elon Musk, a lot of this is going to get back up on Twitter. But all the videos out there of all the Democrats wanting to defund the police leading to all this crime surge, we've got that. The immigration issue, oh my God, the immigration issue is, is, is huge. This is going to be a big, 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 big factor in November. Let me tell you as a Hispanic, let me tell you, my people are rapidly coming over to the GOP because of the immigration and the border problem. 
in this country. And that's going to, you're going to see that pan out in November. So trust me when I tell you, you do not need to panic about November. You don't need to rest on your laurels by any means, but you don't need to panic about November. This, this leak, this decision coming from the Supreme Court, Trust me, you can keep optimism. I actually think this decision is going to backfire on the Democrats because the Democrats, this is all they're going to have. We're going to be rolling into November, and the and the Republicans are going to be saying, what are we doing about the economy? What are we doing about gas prices? What are we doing about inflation? What are we doing about the border? What are we doing about immigration? What are we doing about avoiding World War III? What are we doing about the Americans and allies still stranded in Afghanistan? What are we doing about keeping uh, radical teachings out of our schools? These are all huge issues the Republicans are going to talk about. And what are the Democrats going to be saying? They're going to ride the abortion train into November? Please. That doesn't make any logical sense. And, and, and if the Democrats are dumb enough, if they're dumb enough to put uh, everything in that abortion basket and run into the November going, we want to kill babies – and then the Republicans are saying, well, we want you to live a good life. We want you to have money in your pocket. We want you to have lower gas. We want you to have a, a lower food cost. We want to bring the inflation down. We want to control the border. We are for the American citizen. We're for you. We're for you making a better life. Who do you think is going to win that fight? I tell you, folks, we're going to win that fight. We are going to win that fight. So, so please keep your optimism with me, but, but don't rest on your laurels. You've got to keep talking to your friends, your family, uh, everyone out there, and you've got to make sure that they vote in November, and you've got to make sure that they send Dementia Joe to the, to the retirement home where he belongs. Um, well, we're not going to send him there in 2022, but, but we need to send a lot of uh, Democrats to the unemployment line. That is for darn sure, and, and we can do that. So, look, I <laughs> – I, I, I can get into a little bit more about this, but I want to actually I, – I didn't want to start the show off with, with abortion talk. Like I said, you guys that know me, you know I don't like talking about this issue at all, at all. But I do have an analysis that you're probably not going to hear more than what I've just touched on uh, about this leak that came out of the Supreme Court. And I'm going to get to that uh, probably after the bottom of the hour break. But what I want to touch on now is a story that uh, that I think everyone's you know everyone's going to be talking about the Supreme Court, Supreme Court, Supreme Court, and all the leaks and everything. Uh, but I want to talk to you about real quick about a story that I don't think you're going to hear. Maybe you'll hear uh, just here on this show. Um, but before I even get to that, there's some breaking news today that's far more important than than any <laughs> Supreme Court decision that was leaked out last night. Uh, Far more important than that, and that is Top Gun. The new Top Gun movie tickets are going on sale today. Now, let's keep this a secret. Let's keep this a secret between us. But the Top Gun 2 or, or the sequel to Top Gun, the the tickets are going on sale today. So uh, l- let, me, let me do a Joe Biden. Uh, the tickets are going on sale. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, because, you know, we don't want everybody filling up the theater before we get our seats. I know that my friends and, and, and me, my friends, we're going to get our tickets today. So, <laughs> so, uh, so that's some big breaking news today. Top Gun tickets are going on sale. Uh, don't tell anybody until you get your tickets. So, all right. Now, the story I want to get to today, other that you're not going to hear anywhere, is, uh, the news that came out of Ford, the Ford company. Now, look, I, you guys that know me again, you know that I'm a Ford guy. Love my Ford. Love my American truck. Uh, love, just love it. Love it. And I love, love, love with a passion 
the the Mustang. Now I know some of you out there are Corvette, and that's fine. Corvette is a fine vehicle. I uh, love the new one. Wish it was a stick, but uh, but lo- love the history of Corvette. But I'm a Mustang guy. I love, absolutely love. It's such an iconic vehicle, and and, and I love Ford. I love the Ford trucks. I love the Ford Expedition. You name it. I, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love my F one fifty. Love my Expedition. Had several of them. Um, but Ford made an announcement yesterday, and this is not getting any coverage because of the Supreme Court leak and all that. But Ford released uh, a report yesterday of devastating losses. Uh, and you want to know the cause? You want to know? I, I don't know the rem- remember the last time Ford actually lo- had to announce this kind of loss. They didn't lose this kind of money during the pandemic. They didn't lose this kind of money in 2020. Uh, but here we are in 2022, first quarter, and they had to report a devastating losses. And you want to know what the cause of the loss is? Why? It would be because of the gamble they're taking with electric vehicles. Those wonderful EVs. Uh, Ford went out, and let's face it, they did this because of government pressure. Uh, don't kid yourself, don't lie to yourself. There, there isn't no, there's no big market, free market demand for electric vehicles. This is all being pushed by government. Um, because, Look, you, we have a government right now. We have a bunch of people running government right now in every aspect of Washington that wants to destroy the oil industry. They make no bones about it. You can go watch videos of Biden. You can watch videos of Obama. You can watch videos of, of any prominent Democrat. And they're out there saying they want to destroy the oil industry. They want to put an end to fossil fuels. Now, how they plan on electrifying homes and electrifying the, the batteries in the electric cars – I don't know how they plan on doing that when they talk about getting rid of fossil fuels, namely oil. Uh, but when you when you have a government that is that is telling you that we're we're going to crush vehicle uh, gasoline vehicles, well then what do you think the the car makers are going to do? They're going to try and go and invest and spend money in EVs because they're afraid of the government, which is it's a whole other problem right there. The American citizen was never supposed to be afraid of government. Government should always be afraid of the American citizen. But, boy, that's a whole other discussion for another day. Uh, but so here we are. Ford had, has a, a major loss right now because of their gamble with electric vehicles. Ford went out, and they, uh, they made a sizable investment in the EV company uh, Rivian. Uh, Rivian has a 12% owner stake in the Rivian electric vehicle car maker. And now Ford is reporting a net loss of $3.1 billion. $3.1 billion. And that's because Rivian has posted massive profit losses of its own. And its share price has plummeted 70%. 70% over the last six months. So, uh, I mean, just, just, just listen to this, folks. Just entertain me here for a minute. Automakers have increasingly turned their attention towards manufacturing of electric vehicles as governments push aggressive green energy plans. Joe Brandon has promised to craft policies to ensure 50% of the new vehicle sales in the United States are emissions-free by 2030. And every addition to the federal government's 600,000 vehicle fleet is electric by 2035. Listen, listen to this mess. It's not possible. It's just not possible, but they're pushing it anyway. All right, folks, we got to take a break. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on americaswebradio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall President Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the America's Broadcast Network.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. Welcome back. All right. Let me, uh, I got a little bit more to say about this Ford stuff and then I'm going to get back to that Supreme Court issue, uh, the Supreme Court case leak, because uh, I'm going to give you an analysis you're probably not going to hear, uh, from anywhere else today. So, but look, let me go back to this Ford thing. So, so you've got this company Rivian and the CEO who's getting hammered right now because they're, Stock has plunged 70% and they're taking Ford with it. <laughs> I mean, no, look, Ford's going to be fine, but, but $3.1 billion lost so far this year. That's, that doesn't bode well. That's never a good thing. Uh, but, but you've got Joe Brandon, who's, who's, <laughs> let's, who knows who told him to do this, but trying to craft policies to ensure 50% of vehicle sales are all emission free, which is ridiculous to even say that. Because I got news for you. Where do you think the power is coming from when you charge that battery? It's a coal mine somewhere or a power plant somewhere that's bringing power to your home to put into your car to charge that battery. It ain't emission free. So anyway, that's a whole other argument we can have. But uh, but this this the, the CEO of Reverend Revion, sorry. Um, he said this, put it very simply, all the world's cell production combined represents well under 10% of what we need in 10 years. He's talking about batteries. He's talking about the, 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 what's needed to make, to build the batteries that go in all of these so-called EV cars that they, that Biden wants on the road and the Democrats want on the road by 2030. So let me repeat what he said. Put very simply, all the world's cell production combined represents well under 10% of what we need, what we will need in 10 years. Uh, he also said this means 90 to 95% of the supply chain that is needed does not exist. And on top of that, who do you think we're going to have to go to our for our batteries and our battery material? China. 
What did Biden just do? Just recently, ladies and gentlemen, what did he do just recently? He put a freaking moratorium and restrictions on mining for precious minerals in this country. What do you think it takes to build a battery? Where do you think the lithium comes from? Where do you think the nickel comes from? These are precious minerals that are needed. And and Joe Brandon and the Democrat Party just put a moratorium on these things. We can't doesn't want you doesn't want us to drill for them doesn't want us to mine I should say mine for them in this country just like he just and one he looked at you in the face and said he wanted to make it easy for oil companies to go out and get oil and then he turned around and put a, a ban on drilling in the Arctic folks the Democrat Party is out to kill the, the our energy sector and and they want to kill the car which just really ticks me off uh, now look. I'll say this about Ford. I hope they, they figure out that the electric thing is not the way to go and they get back to doing what they do well, building a really awesome high-performance Mustangs <laughs> and, and uh, really awesome F-150 trucks and F-250 trucks and F-350 trucks, all the heavy-duty trucks, and they get back to making uh, a v, putting a V8 in the Expedition. You know, these are things that matter. These are things that will, that will rebound Ford should they be listening to me right now. But I said this back, and you can go back and listen to some of my past shows. When Ford introduced that four-door electric vehicle and called it a Mustang, oh, my gosh. What bozo in the Ford company decided to call that a four-door electric vehicle a Mustang? That is a, a slap in the face of any Mustang enthusiast. Look, you can go build your electric car. I, I Great. Knock yourself out. If people will buy it, great. Build more. But don't call it a Mustang. Because it's not a Mustang. That four-door electric car that, that Ford put out is not a Mustang, but they call it a Mustang, and that was just dumb. And and how dumb was it? Well, the sell of that uh, Mustang, the, the, the EV Mustang, is down almost 50% this year. Down. They've lost almost half their sales on that Mustang. Electric Mustang, I should say. So, gee, I wonder why. So if they were smart, they would rebrand it and call it something else. Uh, it doesn't need to be called a Mustang. I mean, I, you can't – look, you just can't take the iconic Mustang and make it electric. You can't. You can't. You just can't. I, I would rather have a V6 Mustang than to have uh, an EV Mustang. And believe you me, I ain't having a Mustang without a V8. But I'm just saying, I, I would take a V6 Mustang – uh, over an EV Mustang. It's just a, I mean, come on. The Mustang was the iconic car of the movie Bullet. And if you haven't seen Bullet, by golly, go find it. I'm sure it's on Netflix or Amazon or, or, or one of those streaming, uh, companies surely has Bullet on the, on, on their, uh, movie list. So go watch it. Um, there was a 68 Mustang GT, just beautiful car that, uh, Steve McQueen just ripped around the streets, uh, I believe of San Francisco in that movie Bullet. Uh, go watch it. Uh, look, I could do this. Look, I could have fun. And let's, let's, let's get away from politics for just a few minutes. Indulge me, please, just for a few minutes. Let's go down the, the iconic Mustang movie road. Uh, there was a 71 – no, let me go first. There was a 64, a 64 Mustang in the movie Goldfinger, a 71 Mach 1 Fastback Mustang in Diamonds Are Forever, a 73 Mach 1 in the original Gone in 60 Seconds. If you if you haven't seen the original Gone in 60 Seconds, go check it out. It was a pretty good movie, and it's got a 1973 Mach 1 in, that mo- in the original Gone in 60 Seconds. Then you can fast forward to the remake of Gone in 60 Seconds, and you all know what was in that. That's my favorite. 
Uh, look at the movie Outsiders. The movie Outsiders featured a 65 Mustang. Uh, the movie Fear, if you really want to go back and see an early, early career movie uh, for uh, Mark Wahlberg, go look up a movie called Fear. Uh, and there's a, uh, you'll recognize the leading girl in it, and oh my gosh, she's a teenager back then. I can't remember her name, but you will recognize her. Uh, but the movie's called Fear. Uh, there was a 66 Mustang in that. Uh, I believe it got destroyed, but it was still a 66 Mustang. Um, who, and, and, and who doesn't remember the 67 Mustang that saved the day in Tokyo Drift? Uh, one of my favorite out of all the Fast and Furious movies, Tokyo Drift, was a 1967 Mustang. Uh, that saved the day in that movie. Now, I, I, I won't even go into the motor they dropped in that Mustang <laughs> because it was just terrible, sacri- sacrilegious. <laughs> but originally, that 67 would have a V8 in it. Uh, but beautiful, beautiful car. The one they used was a beautiful car. Uh, then there was the Saline S281 Mustang in the Transformer movie. Remember that? And then one of the first Transformer movies, there was the cop car. That was a Saline Mustang. Uh and then look, um, my goodness, uh, the the original, the remake in uh, Gone in sixty seconds, the remake with um, oh, what's Nicolas Cage and uh, Angelina Jolie, that was a nineteen sixty seven Shelby GT five hundred, by far my favorite of the iconic Mustangs. So look, I could go on and on and on, but those are just several movies with the iconic Mustang. So you see why, you see why Ford, if you're listening to me, if anyone has any connection with the Ford company, uh, play this show back for them. This is why you don't name an EV, you don't name it a Mustang. The Mustang is too iconic and it needs to stand on its own and remain on its own. And it needs to keep going with a V8. Um, that's just, look, that's just the way it is. Okay. All right. Now, let me swing back to this leak that happened last night with the Supreme Court. Folks, I don't care what side of the issue of abortion you're on. What you need to be concerned about is that this leak happened. Uh, this leak is worse than anything that happened on January 6th. This leak is worse than anything, than any selfie that some uh, person took in the rotunda of the Capitol. This leak is, 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 it cannot be allowed to stand. Um, the, the, the court, whatever polices that area, whatever investigations the FBI maybe needs to do, they need to find who leaked, whoever leaked this draft, they need to find them and they need to have the book thrown at them. I, I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if this were the other way around, if this were a Democrat court, or, or I shouldn't say that, if this were a Democrat issue, let's say the Democrats uh, was a, were finally able to get the Second Amendment to the Supreme Court and have it struck down, and it was leaked out by a, a um, Republican-leaning clerk or, or a, a conservative clerk, and it was leaked out that the draft was showing that the Second Amendment was about to be shut, struck down, the left would absolutely lose their minds. They would stop at nothing to find the person who leaked with the help of the establishment Republicans, and then they would bury them under the deepest, darkest jail they could find. And the Democrats would do that without hesitation, and the establishment Republicans would help them. But here we are today. Well, here we are today where a leftist whack job progressive clerk is probably who it was. And believe you me, if they don't know who leaked it by now, they, they will know by the end of this week. And that person needs to become held on charges. And they need the book needs to be thrown at them, and they need to serve time for the crime 
that they have done, committed. And and trust you, believe you me, it is a crime to leak this kind of information from the Supreme Court. This does so much damage to the court. You, look, the Supreme Court is is a branch of our government. It shouldn't be political in any way, any way, shape, or form. But we're allowing it to be politicized. And if we allow this leaker, and look, let me make this prediction now. Let me go ahead and make this on point with Victor prediction. The leaker is going to be held as a hero by the left. The Democrat Party with, with Schumer and, and Pelosi and, and, and Joe Brandon, all of the Democrat Party, they are going to hold this leaker up. They'll start doing it, if they haven't already, as a hero. They won't call them a leaker. They will call them a whistleblower. Mark my words, folks. This is what the left is going to do. And the right better get off their butts. The Republicans better get off their butts and be ready to fight this. And we will be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Look, folks, you're listening to the America's Web Radio Station. This is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armanderas, the Mexican, not afraid to be Americano. <laughs> so, all right, let's get back. Look, there's, there's just, there is no way around this. The leaker must be found, and they must be prosecuted. Now, Joe Brandon and the Democrat, he can. Uh, commute their sentence or, or whatever. I, I don't care. He has that power. But right now, that leaker must be found and that leaker must be prosecuted. We cannot have a precedent going forward where a, a whack job ac- activist can leak this kind of information for something as, as important as the Supreme Court and then be held as a hero. Because your Democrat Party of today is going to hail this person as a hero. And what a shame. What a shame. I just want you to re- you remember, if this were the other way around, you think about this. If it were the other way around, the Republicans, uh, the Democrats would not be trying to hold a leaker up 
as a hero whistleblower. They would be wanting to put a gun to their head. And and look, the law is the law. And a leaker must be prosecuted. There's just no way to ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, I also will tell you this. If any of you out there, and again, this is analysis that you're going to hear on On Point with Victor, and you're probably not going to hear it anywhere else. But if you are out there and you think for a minute that this wasn't a coordinated leak, if you think Joe Brandon and the White House and the Democrats did not know this leak was coming, trust me, this was a coordinated leak. Absolutely coordinated. The the Democrats... They know, the White House knows what's coming in November. They're getting, they're going to get their clock clean. They're getting their clock clean now in every poll. You know, I, I always will tell you, don't live by the polls because you'll die by the polls. But you can't ignore data. And, and what have I told you before too? Don't look at single polls. Look at average polls. Look at the average polling. Look at, look at the trends. And the trends right now is a bloody disaster for the Democrats. They know this. The White House knows this. Joe Brandon may not know this, but trust me, the people pulling the strings, they know this. Ron Klain, who's the de facto president, none of us elected, uh, that man knows this. They know the bloodbath that's coming for the Democrats in November. So don't think for a second that this leak on the Supreme Court was not a coordinated event with the White House and the Democrats. I promise you it was. I, I mean, I, I do I know for sure? No. But does my analytical, logical, common sense brain tell me that it was? Yes. Because the Democrats have nothing. They have nothing. They can't run on crime because it's getting worse. They can't run on inflation because it's getting worse and it's their fault. They can't run on gas prices because they're going up and it's their fault. They can't run on Afghanistan because they left people behind and they also left billions and billions of dollars of of armament to a terrorist group. They can't run on that. They can't run on on uh we're going to beat Russia. They're sending us to World War III. The party that tries to tell you every time a Republican's in office, the Democrat Party tries to tell you they're anti-war. But yet when the Democrats get in power, they rush to the first war they can find. And the Democrat Party right now is trying to rush us to war. So are they going to run on a war? They have nothing to run on, ladies and gentlemen. So they make this coordinated leak event with the Supreme Court. Trust me, they know who leaked it. I promise you that. Because they think, in their warped sense of mind, they think, again, they live in a bubble. They live in a bubble. Most politicians do. And they think that by leaking this information that they're going to fire up the Democrats and and they just think they're going to fire. They think a majority of the Americans are with them on this abortion issue, but they're not. The data shows otherwise. And I am telling you, data matters more than what these feelings uh, and hurt feelings do on the Democrat Party side. But I'm telling you, it was a coordinated event because the Democrats in their bubble, they think that this is going to energize their base enough. But again, I already told you, their base is going to vote anyway. There is no new base to go get that hasn't made a decision on the on the abortion issue. There are there are no group of voters out there that haven't made an, a, a decision on the abortion issue. That decision was made in 2016. Trust me, it was. 
trust me, you can go around and go go think about the people you know. Do you know people that are lining up for an abortion right now? Or do you know people that are struggling because of gas prices and food prices, inflation costs, and, and on and on and on? Do you know people who are worried about abortion? Or do you know people that are worried about the crime in their neighborhood? These are just the facts that are on the ground, and this is what the data is showing. But if you don't think this was a coordinated effort, because the Democrats are desperate. What did I tell you a couple of weeks ago? That the only thing worse than today's Democrat Party is a desperate today's Democrat Party. And they have they are entering now the desperate phase. And when the Democrats are desperate and they see that they're going to lose power, they go berserk. And that's why you're going to see them there. Schumer is about to go after the filibuster again. Schumer is about to try and strong arm Joe Manchin <clears throat> into voting to get rid of the filibuster. And uh, look. I don't think Joe Manson's going to give in. I mean, Joe Manson has told every election in West Virginia that he's pro-life. We're about to find out if he really is. We're about to find out if he really is. But the Democrat Party is going to use this Supreme Court leak to try and gym up and fire up their base all the way to November. And, and I am sitting here to tell you it isn't going to work. It just, it just commonsensically isn't going to work. If we had a great economy right now, if we had, if we were just kicking butt like we were when Trump was president, the economy was firing on all cylinders, inflation was low, there was no, uh, march to World War III, if none of those things were happening, then I would say, yes, absolutely, this is going to fire up the Democrat base and it would depress the Republican base and uh, the Democrats would probably win. But it isn't going to happen this time, folks. The facts on the ground are telling a different story. And I, I am, I'm here to tell you and I'm here to make you feel better, I hope. Keep your optimism for November. If you're a Republican, if you're a conservative, if you're a libertarian, if you're an independent voter, if you're just somebody out there who doesn't participate in politics very much, but you're concerned about the gas prices, you're concerned about food, putting food on your table, you're concerned about how much of your paycheck is going to for just basic living expenses, then you're going to vote Republican. You're going to vote for Republican. If you if you don't, well, then there's no help for you. So for the for the Democrats to jump on this abortion train, which again I am telling you, folks, this was a a a, a an effort that was that the the White House knew about this this I guarantee you, this was all timed by the White House, the Democrats, and the leaker to do this. I I, I can promise you, because they think they think in that little bubble they live in. That this is what they're going to be able to do to mitigate. Look, the Democrats aren't even going to tell you that they're going to win in November. They're just going to tell you that they can mitigate things. Uh, and I'm here to tell you that it's, it's, it's going to backfire on them. It is. Now, can Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and McCarthy and uh, Adam Slingser, whatever his name is, can they screw things up? Oh, sure they can. Oh, sure they can. Collins, Murkowski, sure they can. But the American people are going to be out looking for some conservative candidates to vote for, and I think they're going to win. So I think the, the establishment Republicans are going to win by de facto. And uh, you can be optimistic about November. But again, don't let your guard down. Don't get into uh, complacency. We've got to keep fighting every day, and we've got to remind people every day that, look, if you grew up being told you voted, you had to vote Democrat, it is okay to vote Republican. You can change your vote anytime you want, but right now you've got to vote for Republicans. And and the immigration issue is going to be huge. Look, there's a lot of Hispanic voters. My people are going to change um, over. So, um, uh, you know what? Before we end the show, uh, I'm going to go to Legendary Dave. He's got a comment. 
Well, one, I want to uh, thank Victor for the many years that he's been with us, and uh, we're very, very proud of Victor. And he's got another upcoming gig. Oh. I do, I do. David, thank you, because I forgot to say. Well, I I just want to, (laughs) uh, we are so proud of Victor, and that includes the uh, guy that takes out the trash, too, which is me, but uh, we want to thank Victor, and we're proud of him, and look forward to his upcoming engagement of taking over for the infamous Eric Erickson on WSB, and that'll be what date? Uh, May 12th. May so the 12th. A week from this Thursday, I will be filling in for Eric Erickson. Absolutely. I'll be coming from the flagship WSB studios, and we'll be broadcasting all over the country on the Eric Erickson show. So, yes. Just don't bring down their so, tower. It could hurt somebody. Uh, absolutely right. And, David, I thank you so much, David, for reminding uh, us of that. Thank you for those kind words. And, David, i got to ask you a question. Do you honestly think that the listeners out there are going to believe that the white guy's taking out the trash and not the brown guy? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, you're you're busy with that weed eater and uh, the blower, you know. <laughs> you know what? Leaf blowing is in my DNA, man. <laughs> ah, David, I really appreciate it. I can't thank you enough. And and, and I can't thank the listeners enough. It, it's it's the listenership to America's Web Radio. It's the listeners of On Point with Victor show. It's you guys out there that have elevated me to to even be considered by Eric and his team to to allow me to sit in and fill in for him. So it's an honor, absolute honor, and and it is an absolute honor to sit in the very studio that housed the mighty whitey Neil Bortz himself. So I I can't. I mean, I, I it's it's just a dream come true. So please, all of you, tune in uh, May twelfth. Uh, tune into WSB if you're in Georgia. Tune into on the app if you're outside of Georgia, or find a station in your state that carries the Eric Erickson show. Because I will be filling in for Eric on May twelfth from twelve to three Eastern Standard Time. Twelve to three. Twelve uh, to let's three. See, uh well, we can let that we we can let our ratings slip a little bit. Just a little bit, just, just a little bit. bit. But, I'll uh, be sure to mention to pay homage to America's Way Radio. So, <laughs> so, just as long as you're not on the prayer carpet. Exactly. <laughs> so, but now I appreciate it, everyone out there. Thank you so much to all your listeners across the United States who listen to On Point with Victor every day. And if you don't listen live, but you listen on the podcast, I thank you very much. And uh, from the bottom of my heart, and uh, I. You know, I just can't say enough, and, and, and I cannot thank Legendary Dave enough, because were it not for Legendary Dave to give this little old brown guy a chance, uh, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be about to guest host again for the Eric Erickson Show, were it not for Legendary Dave, and were it not for America's Web Radio. So my deepest, deepest thanks uh, to you, David, to Producer Brett, uh, Producer Brett, who just, I mean, he's, yeah, he doesn't like soccer but i can let that slide uh but he's uh <laughs> he's a big hockey fan and i like hockey too but but producer brett man he he does so much here for us and um does so much for me uh, behind the scenes that you guys don't see i can't thank him enough and so anyway thanks to everybody so tune in may 12th 12 to 3 i'll be filling in for eric erickson on the eric erickson show so i hope you all you guys all join me uh, but for now stay tuned because coming up next is locked and loaded with roger b anything and everything you wanted to know about guns Coming up next. Get out of the way. (laughs) The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.